You're listening to the Mom Mindset Podcast. As a mom, I know that you face challenges every day, but I also know that those challenges don't have to steal your joy and confidence as a parent. Each week, we'll adjust the different challenges and mindsets that moms face and show you how to overcome them so that you can thrive in every season of life. After all, you are the best mom for your child. Hey there, and welcome back to the Mom Mindset Podcast. My name is Abigail Condon. I'm your host for today. And today I want to talk about one of my favorite topics to discuss with expecting parents. Now, while this topic does come up a lot with expectant parents, uh, moms who have found out they're pregnant or are considering getting pregnant, it is definitely a topic that I think that all of us as moms have to deal with at some point or another, and even in varying levels throughout our time as moms. So, What basically happens in these conversations is that uh, women will say they want to get pregnant or they think they want to get pregnant or they are pregnant, but they're really concerned about what it's going to be like as a mom. Now, there are a lot of different things that play into this. This is very multifaceted. Uh, There's a lot of things I could say about setting expectations, about being realistic, about setting up your, your goals. But today I want to talk about the influence that our parents have because some of these conversations come up. And then the person starts talking about, well, when I grew up, my mom never worked. She was home all the time and I didn't like it. I didn't like this about it or that about it. Or they might say, well, in my parents' relationship, the mom, my mom did all of the work and it didn't really seem fair to her and I don't want my relationship to be like that. You know, so they start taking on all of these fears, concerns, worries that they have about motherhood because of what they've seen in other people's lives. I think in addition to that, so we have our parents as influences, but we also have our friends. And in today, in the 21st century, we have social media. And, you know, social media is not always positive about what it's like to be a mom. And, you know, of course, we want to be real. We want to acknowledge that there are definitely challenges that we face. There's definitely sacrifices that moms make. But sometimes those... um, negatives become so blown up that people start to feel like it's totally out of their control and you know if I'm going to be a mom well then I'll never sleep again I'll never have hot coffee again I'll never get to go out with my friends again you know my life will just be over and all of this is so far from the truth you know you can't take other people's experiences of motherhood and assume that your experience is going to be that way especially if you're you know kind of looking and searching out for these negative examples. Furthermore, some moms will go to the extreme, or not moms, some women will go to the extreme and say, well, I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom, so I shouldn't be a mom at all. Or they'll say, well, I don't really want want this aspect of motherhood, so I shouldn't be a mother at all. And the fact is that these influences are great to give you a picture of the different ways to be a mom, the different ways that you can go about it, the different ways that you and your partner can work on it. But the reality is that you get to form your own path as a mom. You know, when I was a child, um, I don't really remember a lot about what my kids, or sorry, about what my parents did. Uh, But I knew my dad worked for a newspaper for a while. My mom was a teacher, so she was home with us over summers. Um, That was great. I really, really loved that. For a while, I thought I would want to be a teacher because I loved the way that she was able to be at home with us over the summer I thought that would be really ideal having kids to find a job where I could do that um you know so I went on my own path I always had two working parents and that was kind of just what I thought would happen you know I would get married I would get a job I would have kids and I would just keep working 
Um, I didn't really know very many women who were stay-at-home moms or work-at-home moms. I don't think that was quite the thing it is today as it was back when I was a child. Um, I just, I never saw it, so I never even fathomed that those could be possibilities for my life. So when I decided, hey, I don't want to be a doctor anymore, what do I do? It was a little bit, you know, it threw me through a bit of a loop. I was trying to figure out, okay, I've never seen somebody do this close to me in my life before. What can it look like? And is it something that I want? You know, so I had to move away from what I had seen my parents do to figure out what do I want to do? What do I want my relationship to look like with my kids? What do I want my relationship to look like with my spouse? Because especially when it comes to spouses, here's the deal. If you're married, you picked this person, you chose them, you trust them. There was some quality inside of them that made you say, man, I want this guy on my team. I want him to be the one who fathers my children. I want him to be the one that I walk through the ups and the downs of life with. And if you chose them, then you should trust them enough to have these hard conversations to say, this is what this is what I saw growing up. Maybe, you know, you, you, your parents didn't have a healthy relationship or, you know, they, they made different mistakes because let's face it, all parents, including us listening, will make mistakes. Um, and these are just the mistakes that I don't want to make in our marriage and our relationship and in the way that we raise our kids. Can we talk about them? Can we figure out a plan that works for us? And if you married them and you're committed to that person, then you have to trust them that they're going to value what you have to say, you know, that, that they're going to open up and not just think, well, their parents did it this way. So of course we should do it the way my parents did. Have that conversation and say, we are our own unique individuals. God has a unique plan for our life. What does that look like in the context of our relationship, in the context of our children? Choose to trust them. Choose to trust them with your heart, with sharing these things. Because sometimes I think we don't want to say them because it sounds bad. Um, you know, but nothing I'm saying has been bashing my parents. I love my parents. I'm thankful they made the choices that they did. You know, what I didn't know actually growing up was that my parents sort of took turns working weird schedules so that one of them could be home with us for those early, early years of our life. My dad worked night shifts a lot. And I guess my mom took like half a year or something like that. Mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry, I don't remember the detail. Um, she took it off so that off of teaching so that she could, uh, again, be with us. She did a couple sub jobs. I remember that. For whatever reason, I remember that really clearly. Um, but she made those sacrifices for us. So you never know like what you and your partner can work out if you just give yourselves the chance to decide your own path, okay? You also get to decide your own path in terms of what what are you going to value in your life? You know, are you going to, are you going to value being a home of peace? Are you going to value being a home where you have fun with each other? Are you going to value being a home that does things on the weekend together? You know, what are you going to value? How are you going to create a life that you love? And this can sound really daunting if you're a, a first time parent, especially, but the other great news is that you can change your path whenever you want to. And whenever you need to, whenever I, Uh, had my I knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom at some point that was kind of my goal after uh, changing my career paths around you know I wanted to be a ministry I wanted to work because I like working but I also really want to stay home with my kids so um, I wasn't sure when that would be after I had my son Joseph I realized okay I want to be home with him I don't want to be in an office I don't want to be rushing around all the time I want to be with him so I ended up quitting my job Uh, which I've talked about before and that lasted for me like 
six months <laughs> before I started finding my own side projects. And I just learned about myself. I'm a person, I like to be busy. I like to have products that I can see. I like to, you know, be productive. I'm, I love, love, love my kids, but I also know that I do really well at being a mom when I'm taking time to just expend some of my creative energy, to talk with adults, just to exercise a different part of my brain that I don't get to use with my kids right now because they are one and two years old. You know, it's just a different season of life and having that outlet for me makes me a better mom to a point. So I also understand about myself that I, well, I, I value be, the the reasons that I wanna, wanted to be a stay-at-home mom are the same, okay? So I wanted to have a life where I could prioritize my children, where I could be around them, where I could play an active role in teaching them, uh, where we weren't rushing, where they weren't being left with babysitters all the time, kind of being taken from place to place. But sometimes whenever I try to also balance it with the part of my life where I want to work, I want to create things, um, I've helped uh, someone at my church write a book. That's something I enjoy doing. I run the social media for my church. It's something I enjoy doing. I have to make sure that those commitments don't overflow and keep me from the values that I have for myself and for my family. So it's this kind of balance. But again, the great thing is I'm not stuck a certain way. I don't have to be a victim and say, well, I can only do one or the other or, well, I'm just going to I'm going to suffer through this. No, I get to decide. I get to take control of my life and decide where these lines are drawn. It And it looks different in different seasons. You know, when I had one child who took like three to four hours worth of naps a day, it was great. I could do a lot of different things uh, versus now when I have my one-year-old hates naps for some reason. She prefers not to nap. She'll maybe nap an hour and a half for me a day. Um, it's a lot harder to get work done. It's a lot harder to be really efficient while also maintaining again all the other priorities I have so I have to be willing to adjust what I'm doing to fit my values in my season of life so but again the point is I get to choose and you get to choose you get to change your path whenever you want whenever you need to whenever you feel like things are out of balance you get to look at your life and say okay what's not working I don't have to be a victim. I don't have to say, well, my parents were this way. Well, every other mom on social media is this way. Well, my coworker is this way. You get to decide what kind of mom you are going to be. And what I really like about this is you can also use it to kind of reset your attitude when you're just having a bad day. You know, your your kids are acting a little crazy and they're testing you and you're growing in patience. Uh, you can you can use this mindset to say, no, I'm going to change the way that I see this. I'm going to change my path in this moment. I've had a couple of these moments lately because my one and my two-year-old are getting along both better and worse at the same time. You know, they're starting to have fun together, but they're also getting into more fights together. And while this is testing my patience, it also gives me the opportunity to decide how am I going to respond to this? What kind of mom am I going to be in this moment? Do I want to be a mom who freaks out? Or do I want to be a mom who leads with peace and love? Do I need to find some sort of happy medium? Um, what kind of approach is going to work? So it, it's a good opportunity to say, you know, I don't have to respond the way this person does or the way that person does. I get to respond the way that I feel like Holy Spirit is leading me to respond in this moment. And that's the great thing about being a Christian is, you know, we talk on this podcast a lot about mindset um, mindset in the world can be a little bit of a, a weird thing because you can just kind of change your mindset to whatever you want. As a Christian, our mindsets are led 
by the Lord. You know, they're led by his word. They're led by the Holy Spirit, by his conviction, by his direction. So whenever we stop and we decide to say, I don't have to act like the mom I saw on social media. I don't have to act like my mom. If you don't want to, your mom could be great. Maybe you do want to act like her. You know, I don't have to act like these other people. I get to act the way the Holy Spirit is calling me to act. I'm going to make active changes to make sure that I am being, you know, productive and fruitful in this season, in the areas that he has called me to do it. And one last note before I kind of close this up is I've spent a lot of time kind of saying things like it's good and bad. And the reality is that there are good things and bad things about every every decision that you could make. You know, there are pros and cons. And you have to, I would stop looking at the way other people are living their lives. It's like, oh, well, she's a stay-at-home mom and that's not good because she's not stewarding her gifts or she's a working mom and she's not with her kids enough. Instead of looking at it as like a good and a bad, think of it, it's neutral. You know, each person doing what God has called them to do in this case is neutral. You know, it's, it's not amoral to work. It's not amoral to stay at home. It's neutral, but both have benefits and both have drawbacks. You know, there are different struggles that each have that the other doesn't. And, you know, there are different benefits that each have that the other doesn't. The question isn't, you know, am I going to act like my mom or not? Am I going to act like my friend or not? The question is, who is the Holy Spirit called you to be? And how are you going to make sure that your mindset lines up with that instead of the old patterns that you have seen throughout your life. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that it challenged your perspective a little bit. Maybe spend some time today just digging deep, asking yourself, where did I get my mindsets about motherhood? Was it from my mom? Was it from my grandmother? Was it from social media? Was it from my friends? Um, Was it from that random person who stopped me in the grocery store and said, oh, just you wait till the next stage? You know, (laughs) where did these mindsets come from? And have I let them affect me without taking the time to stop and see if it's a mindset that I want to take on and that the Holy Spirit is leading me to take on toward my life? So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If you want to talk more about this topic, find me on social media. Uh, I am at abigail.condon on instagram at abigail condon on tiktok i am trying to create some more tiktok content for you i have some fun ideas coming up here this week and next week but anyways until next time remember that you were made to be a mother and you are the best mom for your child we'll see you next week